Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Uh, we, we are Nashville's on-demand sports network, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports and our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. Uh, we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make everything happen for our show, for our business, and you guys. TennesseeTickets.com is where to turn for your Titans tickets. Uh, May 9th, today is April 9th, May 9th, Titans single-game tickets go on sale when the NFL schedule comes out. So get your single-game tickets at TennesseeTickets.com. They have the best Titans ticket inventory in the state of Tennessee at TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much uh, your home can rent for. They can help you out if you own Airbnbs as well because no business travel, no tourists coming into your Airbnbs. Have RentersWarehouse.com fill those Airbnbs during this tough time with the coronavirus. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go for more information. And Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Again, full-body electronic muscle stimulation along with the in-body analysis can help you achieve your fitness goals in 2020. And we're all going to need to jumpstart our fitness once we get out of our quarantine and our safer-at-home orders when Mandu opens back up. We'll keep you updated on that. And your first workout is always free, so a perfect opportunity to take advantage of Mandu.com. Zach, uh, Judavian Clowney, we've got a couple new reports. A couple days ago, Mike Garofolo of NFL Network saying that the Seahawks, who Clowney played for last year after he was traded by the Houston Texans, are out. They are no longer, or it's very slim to none chances that the Seahawks will get Judavian Clowney for the 2020 season. Uh, then the discussion moved to the Titans and the Browns. Buck Rising talked about it last night on A to Z Sports Primetime, and Paul Kaharski uh, wrote later last night that he know he was told by a source that the Titans are in on Jadavian Clowney, but as we all know, there were two things holding up Jadavian Clowney signing with a team, his health and his price tag. His price tag has come down from his $20 million per year number to 17 to 18, but it still seems like are staying away from that and his health it's hard to test this guy medically when you can't be within six feet of him yeah no it is tough and you know pk i think he advanced some information that we already knew because john robinson and it had already been reported before that the titans were talking to jadavion Clowney's agent there was discussions they were trying to figure out his price tag and that was not just hey how much is jadavion Clowney going for because they made that public that's one thing that I think is unique to all of this, and that is that Jadeveon Clowney, his side has been very open and honest in what he thinks his value is and how much money he thinks he's worth. So uh, this does tell us a little bit more as we move forward in this whole thing. And if the Titans are able to land him, I think, I mean, it's the biggest fish that they were ever they would ever land in the history of the franchise as an outsider, right? Like Ryan Tannehill played for the team last year as, as a quarterback. They paid, paid him four-year franchise-type money when mm-hmm. he was a quarterback. But we don't see that that often, that the Titans go out and they take a chance on a guy that they – and I don't want to say this because Mike Vrabel does have a relationship with Jed Evian Clowney because he coached him, but some time has gone by since then, and you're going to pay a guy – maybe close to 18, 
15, 16 million dollars a year, a big time contract to come in. That's never really happened to the Titans franchise before. So this is a unique situation. But I do think since other teams have started to drop out, have you as you've mentioned, I think the Titans, their interest kind of kind of peaks up. You know, it's like, well, if they're not talking to them, that betters our chances because as the as the title says, the championship window is open. They made it to the AFC championship last year. They're vying for a Super Bowl. That is what Amy Adams Strunk, that is what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, that is what they're set on. Their eyes are set on that. And Jed Evian Clowney could definitely help them accomplish their goals. For sure. And and I, I think we're all looking at what this Titans team wants to be. And you mentioned a lot of things there. I, I truly feel like the Titans do have a fantastic championship window because you look at what's going on within the AFC South uh, right now. Deshaun Watson, I think, is the best cornerback in the division with the Houston Texans, but he just lost DeAndre Hopkins. And Bill O'Brien uh, is doing some risky things to kind of go all in now and foregoing a lot of draft picks to build that team. And they're going to have to pay Laramie Tunzel like $20 million a year at some point. So the Houston Texans are about to get into a tight salary cap window soon. The, the Titans have their quarterback with a lot of success from last year. They have a solid offensive line. Obviously, Dennis Kelly will have to come in and solidify himself as the right tackle to replace Jack Conklin. They've got Derrick Henry. They have a head coach. They have a true identity. And Jadavian Clowney, I think, solidifies that identity. Tress on, on Periscope says, if you add Clowney to the D-line on paper, that would have to be one of the best in the NFL. And everything about today's NFL is about two things. Quarterback play and affecting and disrupting the quarterback play. If Jadavion Clowney is on this defense with Jeffrey Simmons in year two, Harold Landry in year three, a Vic Beasley who's on a motivated one-year contract, Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans, Kevin Byard, Adore Jackson, Malcolm Adore Jackson, Malcolm Butler, all these talented players the Titans have on defense and others, I think the Titans defense can be very dangerous and help out at what was very potent offense last year. Well, and the other thing that Jadavion Clowney does bring is more eyes like you you said all those guys names and you and I and probably majority of people watching this show right now know who all of those defenders are but how many national media or just national NFL fans know how good that defense truly is they didn't look that great against Patrick Mahomes now they did look good when Logan Ryan picked off TB12 at the end the last pass he ever had for the Patriots they right. did look pretty damn good chasing out Lamar Jackson and forcing him to go for it on fourth down and then stopping him on fourth down and ending the MVP's dreams of winning the Super Bowl. But I think Javion Clowney brings recognition to a defense that you and I both know they've been pretty damn good over the last couple of years. The one thing that they've missed, and they've addressed that through Harold Landry a couple of years ago, and that is a traditional outside linebacking pass rusher that can single-handedly break up games and the offense has to defend against them. They haven't had that. Brian Arakpo did that for maybe a year or two. Derek Morgan helped with that, but they didn't have that one guy like the J.J. Watts of the world or all of the guys getting paid, the Cameron Jordans, and they don't have that. And Jadeveon Clowney would bring that immediately. I think that's exciting to a fan base that's been starving for something like that for a long, long time. Uh, absolutely. A to Z Sports here live on a Titans Thursday. We've got the Magic Bucket coming up later, and we'll talk about Chris Johnson's 
a recent trouble in the news this morning. But let's ask you guys this question. What's your level of belief that the Titans will sign Jadavian Clowney 1 through 10? So what's your level of belief that the Titans will sign Jadavian Clowney 1 through 10? But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. RentersWarehouse.com, they're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. They can help you guys out in several different ways during difficult times. Maybe your income is not exactly what it regularly would be, and so that mortgage is cutting deeper into your income uh, because of these crazy times. You can actually rent out a cheaper house enough to help yourself out. Then RentersWarehouse.com can rent out your house for more so you don't have to sell your home in tough times. Or if you own Airbnbs, uh, you can have Renters Warehouse take those over temporarily while you don't have any tourists or business travelers coming through your Airbnbs during the coronavirus pandemic. So RentersWarehouse.com can truly help save you money without having to sell any of your uh, big-time properties. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our podcast feed. Got tons of content going out on that, including Titans Podcast, Preds Podcast, Tennessee Volunteer Podcast and the 615 Sessions with our own Buck Rising does a great job interviewing all the people around town. What's your level of belief that the Titans signed Jadeveon Clowney 1 through 10? Valentino says something to kind of preface this conversation. He says, pay Henry first. Well, Valentino, I don't think that's going to happen. I think uh, Clowney will get signed by a team. I don't know whether it be the Titans or not before Derrick Henry gets paid. Patrick says 7.5. Deborah goes four. Just can't see it happening. John says five. Mikey says five. He's in the middle. 50-50 chance. Lewis says 0.01. Jonathan says seven. We have just as good of a shot as anybody. Already played for variable. That is a positive. Um, you know what? I, I think this is, this is interesting. Bobby comes in with a three. Uh, the storylines add, but I don't know. Just don't feel good about it. And Tyler doesn't feel good about it either. He says, one, if they wanted him, they would have gotten him. Now, to that point, I do think that the things have changed, right? I mean, like the, the price has changed. <laughs> I sure. think the, the, the bidders have changed. The Seahawks falling out and maybe some of the other suitors saying, ah, we're going to wait and not get clowny because of his price tag or the unknown because of his injury and this weird, strange offseason. I think the reports are creeping up. I actually, if if a couple of weeks ago, maybe if I was like a four or five, I've probably inched up to about a six, maybe a 6.5. So I'll kind of really? settle into a 6.5. And the main thing is because of the two things I just said. The two best things have happened. The price, whoop, that's gone down. The suitors. The Titans have always kind of been one, right? They've always had that intrigue. Now, people are leaving the party. That Your interest has to go up from where it was. Now, it doesn't mean it's a say, 7, 8, 9, or 10 that the, the deal's done, but it's creeping towards Jadeveon Clowney maybe donning a little two-tone blue this, this coming season. I got to say, I'm surprised you're at a 6.5. I, I thought you well, would have been. It's what I just said. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to be at like a 3 or because honestly, I'm at a four. I, I, you talked about me riding the fence a lot last week. I'm not riding the fence. I'm below the fence. I'm at a four. I, I just think the odds are that Judavian Clowney will go to the team who can pay him the most uh, for the next two years. Because I, I, I think he, what he will end up signing will be a two 
or three year deal max because he'll want to get more money after that, maybe a one year deal. I think the Cleveland Browns are a huge threat because the Browns still have so much cap space left. They can pay Jadavion Clowney whatever they want to pay him right now in the next two years and not have any worries because they're still paying Baker Mayfield pennies because he's on a rookie contract and they've got a bunch of other young, talented rookies. And the Cleveland Browns, you might laugh at them, but if they get Jadavion Clowney to go against helmet-swinging Miles Garrett, we're right there on the same defense with some other pieces they have on that defense. There's no reason why the Cleveland Browns should not have one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. And obviously, new head coach, they've got to get their stuff together with a talented offense with a bunch of diva personalities. But I feel like the Cleveland Browns have an an opportunity to sign Clowney and actually become a a legitimate threat to upset some people and to be another storyline in the NFL. It it sounds funny to say that because the Browns were talking last offseason with all the moves they made. But Judean Clowney will further that and make them a legit player again. Here's the one thing, oh, I think two things that the Titans have over the Cleveland Browns. I don't think that it's that far-fetched that Cleveland is it couldn't be a suitor of Clowney because I do think at the end of the day, Clowney does want money. I mean, yeah. he does. He said that. That was kind of his initial position. But, and I say but, the Browns didn't have results last year, right? They're, they're on a hope and a prayer. I mean, and they've been that for the last couple of decades. The Titans have tangible results that they got last year. The Tennessee Titans are a winning football team and have been for the last four seasons. Yep. Two playoff appearances and four nine and seven seasons, right? So I think that that also, if you're the clowny, you want money, but you also want to win. That was why another reason why he wanted to go to the Seahawks in that trade. I, I guarantee he had some influence. I'm not saying – Bill O'Brien did everything that Clowney wanted him to do. Sure. But yeah. but the Seahawks were a playoff contender, a Super Bowl contender. That's why we wanted to play for him. And then here is the big X factor. And I think we saw that it doesn't mean everything because Tom Brady did not was not even talked to or signed by the Tennessee Titans. But Mike Vrabel's relationship does sway in the Titans' favor more than any of the other suitors we've been hearing about, right? That's a relationship. Verbal coaching Jadeveon Clowney again, especially we don't know who's going to be calling the defensive plays. It may be Vrabel. Clowney may like that Vrabel called the defensive plays when he had his best season a few years ago. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. And Donald right there in Periscope says people are acting as if Clowney's some like Von Miller, Clear Mac type player. I don't know about that because, look, Jadavion Clowney's the biggest defensive name that's hit free agency because of the trade. The Texans didn't want to pay him. He's got injury history, which adds difficulty to all this. His production, uh, stat production, did not show up uh, a lot last year with the Seahawks. But ask any football evaluator, the Seahawks did not use him like the Texans were using him. The Seahawks lined him up in a 4-3 defense as a defensive end and said, okay, go rush. That, that's the Seahawks style is just straight up rush. They don't do a lot of games. They don't twist, stunt. They don't line their guys up in different areas like they did. Like In Houston, Clowney was in the middle. He was on the outside. He was outside linebacker. He was lined on the end. He was middle linebacker in some snaps. Like They played Clowney all over the place when Mike Vrabel was involved in the defense in Houston. And Clowney, he was limited. And so I, Tress says he's a role player. With Casey gone, Titans need a guy who can stop the run and get a handful of sacks. 
Judavian Clowney is so much more than a role player. Judavian Clowney is a staple in your defense that makes everybody else better. Anybody who says that he's a role player needs to check their temperature because they may have corona. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? No role player asks for $20 million at the beginning of free agency. Jesus, come no, and, on. And, and so Donald responds to my comment, says, so you have to gimmick Clowney so he can get production. No, that's not the point. It's that Judean Clowney is so talented, you can play him everywhere, and the Seahawks were limiting Judean Role player. What a joke. You don't have... Donald like, says Clowney is a rich man's Derek Morgan. I mean, super loaded billionaire's Derek Morgan, maybe. Look, I like Derek Morgan. I, I enjoyed covering Derek Morgan during his time with the Titans. What is going like, on here? It's just, that's not like... Tress says J.J. Watt is a staple. Khalil's a staple. Javion Clowney is a staple in defense. He absolutely is. That guy is a playmaker and an offensive disruptor. Like, you watch the games, don't read box scores. Tress needs to on. change the end of his name from S's to Z's and get a little bit more sleep because these takes are atrocious. My God, come on, guys. He's not a role player. Judevion Clowney is a premier pass rusher in this league, and he's asking for the type of money. And we can go through the list. All the guys that make $16 million and above, all the way up to Khalil Mack, who makes the most, are not role players. Yeah, Matt says Clowney is a chess piece. People need to watch the game and watch the tape. I mean, I agree with the chess piece. He's one of the chess pieces that's as versatile as possible, which makes him a valuable chess piece. Yeah, I guarantee all these yahoos saying he's a role player, if the, the Titans do in fact sign Jadeveon Clowney, the first one to run to the NFL pro shop or the Titans locker room and at least try to get a jersey. God knows they're probably not going to be one available, but they'll try. So, like, I, the Clowney is a big time deal. And I do think that, that that move tells me about the Titans organization. Now, it played out, and, and Austin, don't we both agree that this year's a very unique situation of negotiating with free agents, especially. Big fish like Clowney with an injury, right? No, like, yeah. Like, uh, again, <laughs> negotiation, it's like Hall of Fame discussion. It's because I don't think Eddie George a Hall of Fame running back. But does that mean I hate Eddie George? But no, it doesn't. It just means I think that he's not a Hall of Fame running back. Jadavian Clowney in negotiations, uh, they will say and use his only three sacks against him to lower his price tag. It's like what David Poyle talks about with Preds players going to arbitration. Uh, it makes you say all the bad things about the player that you actually like because you're in that situation. They like Jadavian Clowney. I think Titans fans would love to have Jadavian Clowney on this roster. But you're going to say all the blemishes and talk about all the blemishes on his resume in order to get him for a cheaper price because a him at a cheaper price is way better than him at an overpaid price. I think, yep. I think that's that feels like common knowledge to me, but maybe it's not. But, yeah, sure, use his three sacks in 2019 against him in negotiations. Use his knee injury against him in negotiations, but still go out there and try to sign the guy because he's the best available defensive player in free agency. And you have money available to spend. Now, you don't have a ton, but you have enough, and that's important. Let's read some comments because that's what this show does. Lucas says Correa is a role player, not Jadeveon Clowney. 
Uh, you'll get a like for that. That's absolutely yes. Nicholas Roberson, another one. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas says when he's healthy, but that's the problem. Don't want another Cameron Wake situation. We paid him for nothing. Also, we have to realize Nicholas that Cameron Wake was 37 years old when he was signed. How old is Jadavion Clowney? 27. Good God. That's a decade. I did quick math on air, and they tell me not to do that. Uh, Derek says, Clowney was the biggest game player. Uh, what he's known for is uh, run defense. He can stop the run, and Vrabel will get the best of him. Butchie says, explain how in Seattle, he only had 28, or Seattle only had 28 sacks, but the Titans had 43 and more interceptions. I thought Clowney made everyone better. What do you say yeah, to that? Absolutely. I mean, I watched several Seahawks games last season and saw Jadavian Clowney impacting plays. And one in particular that I remember, it was a, I think it was a Sunday night game. Um, it might have been the one against the 49ers, which was a nuts game. Maybe it was Monday night. Where Clowney, on a third and short situation, Clowney lined up on the, as a defensive end and beat his guy off the line of scrimmage. It was a quick pass to the outside. Clowney jumped up and put his hands up. Garoppolo had to throw it in the dirt, and the Niners punted. Like, Jadavion Clowney made that play. Well, single-handedly won a playoff game against the Eagles because Josh McCown came into the game after Carson Wentz got hurt. Absolutely. And Jadavion Clowney's play that he just made just looks like a simple incomplete pass from Jimmy Garoppolo in the box score. But Jadavion Clowney made that play, and he made it so he made it look so easy of just tossing away his blocker, then looking and eyeing down Garoppolo, and then just doing his hands up, throw it in the dirt, and now they're punting. Like All Titans fans, if they sign Clowney, will zip up their traps and buy Clowney jerseys. And that's I'll just say, how it Tress, works. Tress comes back and says, that's why you bring him in, because he would elevate everyone else's game. He absolutely would elevate everyone's game. But Tress, he, he was a role player. Well, okay, he, but hey, hey, maybe hey we know, we're not a flip-flopper. He's flip-flopping. Maybe he's learning. Yeah, look, I, you call it flip-flopping? I, I hope Tress is learning and, and actually absorbing what we're discussing and, and changing his opinion uh, because he's learning. And B-Rat says he wants to see Jadavion Clowney chase Philip Rivers around twice a year, which I think would be hilarious. Yeah, and I, and I think they need that because of the state of the AFC South with now Philip Rivers, the Jags, they got to figure out their whole mustache deal. But you, you look at the, the, the South has gotten better. And before we move on to our best and worst, I want to say this. We talk about the coronavirus impact this offseason, but Austin – haven't we seen a difference of Clowney's price is dropping? And whoever signs Jadeveon Clowney, this is my personal opinion, yep. will do so at a better price than if they would have signed him a couple of weeks ago. So this time that has gone by has really been a blessing in disguise for whatever team signs Clowney. And if it's the Tennessee Titans – Hoorah, right? All yeah, the no doubt. fans are going to be liking that. No doubt about that. Uh, Donald says, bring Clowney in. We need to sack the quarterback, and Clowney isn't that guy. That's Do Donald is not flip-flopping or not learning. I respect not, I respect Donald for not flip-flopping. I'm dis I'm honestly – I don't Donald, agree with him. Donald's been one of the viewers who has watched us the longest. And I honestly, Donald, I'm disappointed in you today, man. Well, no, he's – I'll do his take. I know, I'm disappointing I'm, you all I, the time. I'm You're disappointing <laughs> me. I'm surprised. He says Clowney's price is dropping because nobody thinks he's worth 20 million a, a, a year. But hey, 
he wasn't going to get 20 mil if he never asked for it in the first place. Thank I'm on the you. side of things where, uh, you know, ask for it. The worst thing I can say is, no, here's 15 mil. I'm like, all right, sweet. Now I got $15 million. That's, that's my opinion. You don't get what you don't ask for. And, something, and yeah, something I learned a long time ago that has influenced me, sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad, but the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And you know sure. what? He's going to be oiled up whatever contract he, he signs. Absolutely. All right, let's get to our best and worst. We've been doing the best and worst segment uh, every day in the month of April, and we'll do it this way. We're going to ask you guys, what is the best position group the Titans have right now? And what is the worst position group the Titans have right now? So we're talking about the Titans roster as it currently sits before the end of free agency. They still have work to do there. And obviously two weeks before the NFL draft. What is the best position group the Titans currently have and the worst position group the Titans currently have? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness. Why is it the pulse of fitness? Because one 15-minute workout of full body electronic muscle simulation simulates five plus hours in the weight room. I love it. I miss Mandu. They've been closed for th- uh, three weeks now because of the coronavirus. I can't wait to get back in. Uh, at that point, I lost 21 pounds of body fat, 9% uh, body fat uh, down uh, for, for what Mandu has taught me about my body. And when I get back into Mandu, I'm going to jumpstart my fitness to get back on track where I was. And your first workout is always free at Mandu.com. So be, be ready because Mandu's going to open back up. And all of us who've been drinking and eating all of our snacks, we're going to need it. Mandu.com. A to Z Sports. I'm going to say this real quick, Austin. And this, I believe, we talk about best and worst. The best decision by anybody, maybe in the history of sports. I mean, I, I may go back and, and even say that. I don't know if you saw this. I saw this come across my timeline uh, earlier this morning. The best has got to be Wimbledon buying a $2 million a year pandemic insurance for the last 17 years, which totals $34 million. When the pandemic of the coronavirus, which nobody saw, you know, rando people eating bats in China and affecting our world for so long, they will receive $141 million this year from the policy. That, my friend, is the best that you could possibly do. That's called the long play. <laughs> and, and But the justification, it's great. And, and Darren Ravel had this. Wimbledon's spokesperson on the insurance policy said, we've always sought to buy the optimum insurance coverage available. There you go. I wonder if pandemic insurance is going to be available moving forward. Well, yeah. Now, now that that happens, I'm sure, sure it is. So let's get to this question a lot of people answer already it's yeah. a tough one uh because i think they're just the state of where we are but what is the best position group on the titans roster right now austin i've, I've thought about this and because this is not about who's the best player because the best player at least last year was derrick henry and Pissarro right there on periscope says the best position is running back because the titans had the best running back in the league now, that might be true to a lot of people's opinions, and Derrick Henry led the league in rushing last year, but the running back position for the Titans is not the best thing they have right now. While Derrick Henry might be the best player, they have nothing, nothing behind Derrick Henry because they cut Deion Lewis, as they should have, but they've got nothing besides David Fuellen and Dalen Dawkins. Back there. So they've got to add two 
uh, that running back position. Everybody so, wishing right now coronavirus was the flu. Yeah, it's not. So, ding, ding, ding. Jared Marsh on Facebook nailed it with exactly where I was going to go. The best position group right now is some, and George got it right there in Periscope, is something that they don't have to address in free agency or in the draft. It's a safety position. They've got stars. They've got really good players. They've got young depth. The safety position, you don't have to touch it. You don't have to touch the safety position for another two years because Amani Hooker has three more years on his deal. Dan Crookshank, I believe, has at least, I think he's got one more year in his deal, but he's the fourth safety. And then you got Byard locked up and Kenny Vaccaro locked up. You don't have to touch the safeties for the next two to three years. Just run it back. Keep going. Those guys are solid. And I'm, I'm really intrigued to see the increased role. Everybody, Tress says everybody's a role player. The increased role in Amani <laughs> Booker in this year's defense. Because without Logan Ryan that we're going to presume, Logan Ryan will not be back. How does Amani Hooker grow and develop in this defense? The best position group right now, tight and safeties. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of talk through a lot of comments that have already happened on that. Austin, you did get this correct. It is the safety position because of all that you said. And it you goes agree? back, well, it's just because of where we are this season and where we are. You said they don't have to address it. You know, I could fight fire with fire and say the inside linebacking position because you your starters are right there. But Wesley Woodyard and that seniority leaves, and what are you going to do when Jayon Brown goes down with a shoulder injury in a key time, right? Oh, David Long stepped up. And and that's and I think Wesley Woodyard, look, losing Wesley Woodyard in the locker room will take will be a hit. Is that guy, I don't know, I don't know if you guys follow Wesley Woodyard on Instagram. He's hilarious in what he did the other day on Instagram. So go check that out. But Wesley Woodyard did not do a lot on this defense last year. But Rashawn did. And Rashawn fought through a foot injury that was pretty gnarly uh, in the playoffs last year. Mike Vrabel talked about that. J or, uh, Dean Pease talked about that. Jalen Brown, really impressive. Going to make a lot of money coming up soon. And I really like what they have with David Long. I think David Long showed some, some real rookie growth in the playoffs when Jalen went down with that injury, like you said. Yeah, so I would say that would be maybe 1A, 1B, maybe 2. And because and it's a shame that Rashawn got loop-de-looped by Patrick Mahomes and will probably forever be on a highlight reel. But it was also playing through injury, maybe took a bad angle. But that's not indicative of the kind of player Rashawn Evans was for this football team. He was damn, damn good. And then, surprisingly enough, you could probably argue – that the wide receiver position is one of the best because Corey Davis is good, not great. Adam Humphreys, when healthy, is very good and reliable. And A.J. Brown is trending to be great yep. after a rookie season and being a massive playmaker. Now, you lose Tajay Sharp, who stepped up towards the end of the season, but Khalif Raymond also stepped up as maybe a deep threat. Now, I don't think he can be consistent in that role, but – that wide receiver position, that's a, it's kind of a struggle for me to say because it's very weird that never – when Tennessee Titans and wide receivers <laughs> and best, no, no that, that, those, don't, those don't collide. Sure, and, and I tweeted something this morning that the Ravens uh, – had. there was a report from the Ravens that they feel like there's enough quality in this wide receiver draft that they can get an immediate impact wide receiver in the fifth round of this draft. And that's the exact same way I feel about – the Titans wide receiver position because I, I love the wide receivers were on my short list of best options 
uh, but safeties are, are deeper by one more player because the Titans still looking for that fourth wide receiver, which I think could absolutely come on day three of the upcoming draft. Yeah, and uh, Ryan says, until we replace Sharp, the wide receiver group isn't as strong as last year. And sure. I exp- and but, Wait, that's, that's but I also look. This is here's my other take. You started this conversation off with the Derrick Henry situation, and this is why this is important with the timeline of where we are now. They draft the running back. That that running back position is going to be number one pretty quick. Yeah, if they draft like I've seen a bunch, and I don't want to get into like draft scenarios a ton right now, but if they draft a dude like Cam Akers in the second round that a lot of people have mocked from Florida State, then you're like, oh then you're like, man, sex appeal with the running backs is real strong if they get somebody like that uh, day two or three uh, of the running back. So, Fun okay. fact about Cam Akers. Do you know anything about Cam Akers? Uh, isn't he from Mississippi? He is. South Panola High School and was deciding between Ole Miss and Florida State. Five-star running back. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. For, for me, he went to Florida State. Didn't really work out either way, so it didn't really matter. Maybe he could have <laughs> yeah. done a lot better at Ole Miss because Florida State stunk. Yeah, the, the, both programs uh, did some hurting along those uh, times. So, kickers would be fun. But anyway, so I, I think we've kind of talked through the options. Offensive line in this conversation, I mean, I think people feel good about the offensive line. Yes. You, the, you know what the other position I was going to say, I, and this is my opinion, I know a lot of people before Dennis Kelly was signed, but I love the tackle position because I believe in Dennis Kelly. I've kind of – I believe in that guy. I don't know why. I just believe that he can be a starter. I'm glad they took a chance on him. Jack Conklin goes away. Taylor Lewan is a solid, solid tackle. You can't deny that, right? He's I mean, born to be a pro bowler. Boy, yeah. <laughs> right out of the womb, as they say. But the depth behind that, you still have to see more. The guard position, I think Saffold, you know, he got better throughout the course of the year. I don't know if he was worth a full contract. Nobody, that's hard to live up to. And then you know, the rookie and Big Jones and all that stuff. Well, and the here, here's, what they, here's, what they got. here's what they got. The, the Titans have four offensive tackles uh, with touchdown catches, and they have four wide receivers with four touchdown with, with touchdown catches. So the Titans got some uh, versatility in their tackles. G-Man on base, it's kind of an, un, it's like an unfair way to answer the question of the best position group the Titans have because G-Man on base just said the, the punter. But you, know you got to respect the uh, the answer because it's the I, truth. Well, but I, I think he's a position group on his own. He's like a one man. What if I would have come with that? Would you? I, I would have said the same thing. I would have been like, I would have said, would okay, you have knelt before me. I would have said, let's just put the three specialists in the one group. Yeah, so, I didn't even think about it. But kudos to G Man on base. That took I mean, some I thought say, and I cleverness. Say Bo Brinkley's never had a bad snap in like nine years. Yeah, he, he, hasn't. Doesn't, he doesn't have the resume that, that Brett Kern does. Well, nobody's noticed Bo Brinkley, which is exactly what a long snapper should do, is have nobody notice him because well, be a, snaps are perfect. Or, or do pro, can you be a Pro Bowl long snapper? Yeah, they need somebody in the Pro Bowl. You would think. They, yeah, they, they, they have Pro Bowl long snappers. So he's not as good. Brett Kern is actually the answer. So well, bravo. But he, okay, we'll, we'll group. Greg Joseph is holding back the specialist uh, group there too. So, all right, let's move on because I think this is – that was a, an easier discussion, the best position group. Who, what's the worst? What's the I think worst? this is an easier one. Oh, really? Go for it then. I think because of the unknown, I, I think you have to say cornerback. I think because Malcolm Butler, he now has to prove himself because he broke his wrist, speaking of yeah. wrist injuries, right? 
And Adoree Jackson had good times last year. Like, Adoree Jackson was good, solid. But he's also shown where he could get beat deep. Now, well, he was Ryan is out for a while. Yeah. Logan Ryan is not out on the roster. Uh, Ty Smith out on the roster. Cornerback is the worst position right now. So on the Titans. Or Tom roster, says kicker, which she's got. That's probably true, too. On the Titans cornerback roster right now, I'm, I'm looking it up because Tremaine Brock is no longer there. Um, uh, Chris Milton, I think they signed back. Logan Ryan, Ty Smith. So right now they've got Adoree Jackson, Malcolm Butler, Josh Kalou, Kareem Orr, Chris Milton. And that's it. In a passing league, that's called buttered toast. Yeah. I, I think I agree. That's I all. Think corner, the, the, the worst was the easiest one, in my opinion. Cornerbacks, uh, you got to do some serious damage in the, in the draft at corner. LaShawn Sam's gone too. You got to do some serious, serious uh, addition adding. But I do think they do believe in uh, in Malcolm Butler. I mean, that's the reason why they signed him. And I expect Butler to come back and play well. Adori uh, and Malcolm Butler both playing at a very high level before their injuries. Adori, so he's got fifth year option um, coming up, right? Yes, May thirtieth is when is the deadline for the Titans to make the decision on both Corey Davis and Adore Jackson's fifth year option, but they're both under contract in year four in 2020. Bama Shane says you could part ways with Adore and be fine. I, I, I disagree. Like Adore, while he's been a massive disappointment in the return game, Adore is has been really good and really rounded into being a solid, like above average good cornerback in the NFL. I think they will pick up his fifth-year option. Now, did you sign him to a second contract? I don't know. I think it depends on what happens in the next two drafts. Of If you if you keep Butler and Adoree Jackson for the next level in their career. All right, moving right along as we get to our magic bucket. Before we do, though, Austin, kind of update us on the accusations. Uh, a Titan great, and let's just call him that because he was – Chris Johnson, CJ2K is in a bit of trouble and is accused of what hire for murder? Yeah. Uh CJ2K, Chris Johnson, TMZ, accused in murder for hire shootings and has denied all these allegations. So I uh, I was talking with Zach about this before the show. I've followed Chris Johnson on Instagram for a long time because I started covering this team when he was still with the Tennessee Titans. So in 2015, he got shot in the shoulder. Uh, he was in a Jeep with one of his friends. In a drive-by shooting, Chris Johnson got shot in the shoulder. Months later, miraculously played for the Arizona Cardinals. And played pretty well, uh, too, that season. His friend in that Jeep with him got killed in that shooting. And that was his one of his best friends. As Burrett says, his best friend was murdered on Periscope. So that was in, like, the summer of 2015. TMZ is reporting uh, that Chris Johnson has been linked because of uh, court documents and an informant that has come uh, come forward. That and there were two murders uh, that were thought to believe to be the shooters when Chris Johnson got shot. Those two guys were killed in January of 2016 and in July of 2016. So six months and a year later, after Chris Johnson was shot, that the court documents are accusing that Chris Johnson helped set up the murder 
murders of these other two guys to get revenge on his friend's death. Now, Chris, so you're Chris, telling me that the two guys who shot at Chris Johnson and shot his buddy are now dead miraculously two years after that shooting? Less than that. They're the, the two shooters, accused shooters of Chris Johnson's uh, shooting. I don't, I, don't make any, I don't want to make any crazy accusations, but that does not look that does not bode well, well as far as a timeline. The timeline absolutely adds up. Now, there's other reports on TMZ, and I tweeted it this morning, and it's kind of getting its legs out there this morning, that there's a lot of, there's court documents, there's an informant, there's intelligence gathered, suggested that it was a gang-related murder attempt. And maybe so, right? Yeah. Yeah, so again, we don't know, but and, and this was well, the whole damn order. thing could be gang related, right? I mean, well, like that, that's what it says that that going back to when Chris Johnson was shot, they're saying that that was suggested that it was a gang related murder attempt on Chris Johnson, because apparently, and again from TMZ's report, Chris Johnson was help supporting a drug trafficking organization in Florida at this time. Now, Chris Johnson has come out and said that he doesn't live this life. Uh, that he, this he's like really just not accepting this, and he's saying I am not about this. Now I'm not doing this. It's not me denying every accusation that comes out. So right now it's just an accusation. There have been no charges, but that's Chris Johnson's situation. Yeah, and uh, Ethan says Chris Johnson pulled a Joe Exotic, and Bobby says if there's no paper trail, you can't nail him. That's what Joe Exotic taught me. Well, Bobby, you need to go back and rewatch Tiger King because Joe Exotic, his ass is in jail. I mean, like, <laughs> so he tried to burn the paper trail, but they got him. I mean, he's in the, the president even spoke on him yesterday, which I found was hilarious that even the president of the United States, this coronavirus thing has drug on so long that now the president is speaking on Joe Exotic. That is wild. Yeah. So, again, it's crazy. Like, this Chris Johnson thing, I mean, I don't know what to expect in this or, or what's going to happen, but. Chris Johnson's from the Orlando area. This happened around that Orlando area as well. Um, the backstory makes logical sense for the timeline. Now, that hey, Carol mean- Baskin does live in Florida. So I don't know. Look, I'm not trying to accuse anybody. I'm not trying to go to jail. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. This could be interwoven. You never know. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Chris Johnson once raced a cheetah, but I don't think he's involved in any news. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, it's tough. That's why you need to avoid uh, gangs. I mean, right? All, all, and I'm not saying Chris Johnson's in a gang, but if if there's rumors that you're around gang activity, you probably should step away from the people you're hanging out with, right? Yeah, I mean, and this didn't this didn't say that Chris Johnson is in a gang, uh, but it said that he was involved in gang related uh, issues. So again. Rob said he just, uh, or somebody just joined, and, and what did Chris Johnson do? Chris Johnson is being accused uh, in a uh, in a murder for hire on two individuals who shot at Chris Johnson and killed Chris Johnson's friend in a 2015 shooting in March of 2015. And then uh, in January of 16 and in July of 16, those two who shot at Chris Johnson were shot and killed, and that the report is from TMZ that Chris Johnson is being accused of the person who made those murder to hire calls. All right, time uh, to get to the magic bucket. Absolutely. Uh, Bobby says, uh, maybe a magic bucket idea. You have to start all of your opinions with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. 
Again, I did not finish. I did not finish Tiger King, so and that's on you, and that's unfortunate. Well, that that was my choice that I just did not. And so you don't get that joke, right? Uh, Well, I get the joke because of social media, but you know, I'm kind of getting burnt out on Tiger King stuff. I I feel like it's been too long. Oh yeah, party pooper. Yeah, Yeah. it it carries on. Exactly. It will never die. A to Z Sports, live, the Magic Bucket. Let's get this thing done. I've got the Magic Bucket, like we do every Thursday here on the show. So I'm going to go ahead and get to it. I'm going to draw for myself first, because last time I drew for you first, Zach. So Magic Bucket time. Just going to go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off, and let's do it. All right, here, I got it. Here we go. I've already done this. This was right a 12-line wrap. Uh, for tomorrow's show. So I've done it. So I don't have to do this again because my rap was so awesome the first time. Right. So Zach might have to do that. Where's your sticker? I don't have a sticker. I'll get a sticker. Uh, Disappointing. Disappointing. I've also shame this man. I've also saying I'm a little teapot from Ethan Ramsey. So that's still in there for time to Zach. come up with some new ideas. I put 12 in there last time. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Stick your tongue out for the rest of the show. Jeez, this is ridiculous. See how long you can hold your breath. Okay, this is good. That's what I have to do. Um, All right, so I'm going to have to jump off here, and I will time you. So I'm in real time because of our technology and stuff. So I will time you. I'm curious of this, right? Because you want to get the best score. Yeah. How long can I hold my breath? Um. I'm also incredibly stopped up with allergies right now because pollen kicked my ass yesterday. And you got to be truthful, right? Like, cause I'm not near you. You could just sit there and breathe for like five minutes. Well, I can't, I I honestly, I cannot breathe out my nose. Okay. If my mouth is open, then I'm having to breathe. And find out if you last longer than 10 seconds, you don't have coronavirus. Well, I've actually done that periodically. (laughs) B-Rite is setting me over under at 60 seconds. Yeah, so let's do that first. So you can kind of maybe you can pick for me, but this is what I want for everybody watching right now. What's your prediction? Give us your prediction of how long Austin can actually hold his breath for breath for. And let's set the bar. Rob so Austin, says a minute. Rob says a minute fifteen. Thanks, Tress, for the happy belated birthday. Where were you yesterday? <laughs> uh so so while, while while comments are rolling in, why don't you go ahead and pick for me? All right, I got to put the ones that I pulled already back in. Right? Yeah, yeah it's fine. I, okay. I just, you just pick and get up. <laughs> okay. Tell the story about the most trouble you've ever gotten into. Ooh, the most trouble I've ever gotten into. I already have. Have you done that already? I've already done that. Damn. It was the, uh, the buzzed head story? No, it was the police uh, steroid story. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do the steroids. You didn't do the steroids. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The next one. Ah, yes. Zach, for tomorrow's show, you, sir, have to write a 12-bar rap. I can do that. All right. Zach's rap is tomorrow. <sighs> Am I ready to hold my breath? Well, see, that's actually. You know what? We probably should wait on that because I need to be able to have music and that's not going to be a possibility. You can play it on your phone. Yeah, but it doesn't give the same. It doesn't hit as hard. So let's delay that. I will do that. Once we get back out of coronavirus, 
to be fair. When's that going to be? Well, if I knew that, I'd be a millionaire. Uh, But to to be fair, so I can do it quality. I mean, if you want to look, we're going to we're going to put painting up against painting next week. Yeah, we let's are. make this a competition. No, so but here's what you can do. You're at your house. You've got speakers, right? Yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, it's not going to be. They're not going to be able to hear it. You can, yes, they will. You can blare the speakers and do your rap. No, no, no. I want. I want to put be on full level playing field. You got the opportunity to do that. I need to get the opportunity to do that. I so feel pick like- again. I mean, well, actually, you don't have to pick again. We can just wait. I mean, it doesn't matter. Rob says, hold your breath till June. Okay. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so I'm going to also time it just so I can see. Haven't No, 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 no. I'm the only one that times it. You just hold your breath. Put your okay? phone up to your camera and put so you can put it in screen so people can watch along with me to see how long it's going to no, be. No, that's the bill. Don't tell me how to do this. Look, that's the buildup. You hold your breath and then we figure out, we go through all. Like, I got this. This, this is me doing this to you. So on the count of three, you can hold your breath. I will start the timer. And then I'm pretty sure we're going to all know when you get out of breath. I will stop the timer. We've got all a right. lot of different comments over the predictions. Yes. All right. Are we ready? I am I'm ready go, when you're ready. I'm going to go three, two, one. I'm going to hold. Okay. Three, two, one. And we are off, folks. We have surpassed three seconds. He's already doing pretty good so far. I had a lot of comments for 45 and over a minute. This is one of those things where I always thought, the reason why I actually thought this up was because of going in a swimming pool and going back and forth, back and forth. So this is the reason why. So we are at about 25 seconds right now. So for all you cool cats and kittens that predicted under 30 seconds, incorrect he, he's not struggling so far he is moving around i'm done all right your official time oh god i don't like doing like it's weird to do that with like with pressure i think that was if that's 39 seconds i don't like that Greg says the number is generally lower than what you expect. Yeah, it is. 39 seconds. Oh, and I'm just so stuck. Well, so, so let's see who got the closest. Uh, Brent says 30. That's the closest. Karen also said 30. Ooh, Bobby, said, Bobby said 37 seconds. Turner also had 37. Rob says, my God, that was terrible. That's not – having to hold your breath with, like, people, like, staring you down is is – crazy it's not fun g-man says playing hurt i look out pollen's kicking my ass all right well um that was pretty good magic bucket i'm gonna have to do the the rap uh at, at a time where i can get some uh music infused into the people's speakers i think that's only fair i mean you you did on full right it's like it's like playing the playoffs with no fans uh, i mean it did not like i did that myself I, with the music. Like, so would well, you yeah. have done that without the... Well, I made up all these. Like, okay. I, I created all of the ones that we've been doing I, over the last three I, I think you can make the music thing happen. I, I truly do. You can make... Not at the same clip. Not at the same clip. 
Um, all right. Well, we will have a painting competition. I do think I'm going to win that one next week. I'm, you, I'm, I'm ready for that. Okay. Next week, maybe Monday? Let's do it Monday. Monday, we will show uh, Zach's quarantine paintings. Zach has painted two things uh, over this quarantine process. I have painted two things a couple of years ago. Uh, so we will put uh, my paintings up against Zach paintings and let you guys live vote. I think you're going to be surprised at my paintings, Austin. Have you seen mine? I I don't think so. I can't I've, remember. I've painted. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. I <laughs> I am very confident in my painting. I am extremely confident in my painting. I've got natural artistic ability that none of you guys have even seen. I mean, and you guys have. You don't know how I paint. I don't know how you paint. Well, let's put the paintbrushes up to, up to the test. Oh, we are. We are. It's going to be good. I'm excited about the painting thing. Like Tress says, like he painted an art piece or like around the house. No, we're talking about canvas and painting a piece of art. I Both of my paintings are hanging in our house. You painted yours for your niece, correct? Yes. Right. You just wait and see. Hey, you and wait and see. No, all of you guys, get ready. Because apparently A and Z art, you know, show. Art guys, big art guys. <laughs> We're about to go do like a live stream Bob Ross style for all of you coronavirus guys out there. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Enjoyed it on a Thursday. Buck Rising uh, will have prime time tonight. Also, new Titans, Titan Up podcast um, out yesterday. So subscribe to our podcast feed. Also, a new Big Orange podcast out this morning. And Buck will have his another 615 sessions come out. So podcasts on podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to our A to Z Sports podcast feed and the 615 sessions podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you later.